0: Are you single and hoping to find the right person, get married and be together forever? Well, these are some of the biggest turnoffs. Now, this was done for our single friends, but hey, if you're married, it never hurts to check yourself. <laughs> Make sure you're still a, an appealing other half. All right. Okay, so here they are. You want to guess what one of them was, the biggest turnoffs?
1: Um <sighs> chewing with your mouth open.
0: That's number that's the one first one I was going to talk about, chewing with your mouth huh. open. Being a loud talker, being too clingy, being overbearing and rude in general, <laughs> being rude to wait staff, moving on to the biggest turnoffs, uh, pretending to be more knowledgeable about something than you really are.
1: Oh, wait, you just described every husband ever. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and coming in at the number one turnoff. Consistent body odor.
1: Ooh, oh yeah. That's yeah. Bad. So all right, and don't than, try to okay. drown
0: body or odor in some kind of masking situation like with clone or perfume.
1: Or axe. Just, <laughs> every just take a old, shower. Every yeah. 15-year-old boy that's ever gone to gym <laughs> class and skipped a shower. That's all right. I'll just spray on some axe. <laughs> um other than the body odor and rude, other than take those out, right? You had two rudes and one body odor. Take those out. Mm-hmm. I think I've done everything else on that list. Simultaneously. <laughs> Talked loud. Uh, but, like, acted like I knew more than I did. <laughs> I wonder how on a
0: scale of one to ten, how your wife Tracy would rate you when it comes to being being clingy.
1: Oh, oh totally. I can be totally. But, but here's the thing. The whole being loud and acting like you know more than you do. Mm-hmm. Every husband has done that a simple in this simple situation. You're driving somewhere and husband, you're completely lost. And the wife very innocently goes, do you know where you're going? You talk too loud and act like you know more than you do simultaneously. <laughs> oh, of course I do. <laughs> Don't you trust me? <laughs>
0: so today is, is Good Friday, and um, what a day, right? It's just one of the most important days in the life of a Christian. And we're going to talk about in just a minute, how did Jesus get through Good Friday next So today is Good Friday, and um, I was thinking about what Jesus went through on today. I mean, he was rejected by his friends, falsely accused. No one came to his rescue when he stumbled beneath the weight of the cross. No one came to help him. He was dying alone. And how did he get through this? And Max Lucado had such a great insight into this. Um, The way Jesus faced his Friday was by looking into eternity, and by making heaven bigger, his pain became smaller. And I thought, what what a lesson for all of us as we focus on what Jesus did for us on the cross today, that when we f- remember heaven and think about eternity, it puts our pain here on earth. It, it makes it a lot smaller. Mm. And um, I hope you guys are having a, a good Friday. There's a lot to focus on today. and. Man, I, I don't know about you guys, but I am nothing but grateful for what Christ did for us on the
1: cross. So if you have kids, you probably have a couple of things that the kid has to have. Like our son Kyle, when he was little, he had a blanket. We could not leave the house without blankie. As a matter of fact, he still has it. He's, he just turned 31 and he still, wow, has, it. still has his blankie. He's toured the world with musicians. He took the blankie with him. I know, right? That's either really sweet or concerning. I don't know. Maybe a mix of both. But anyhow, I'm wondering, what do your kids have that if you forget this item, you're turning the car around because you don't want to live without the kid having his blankie or whatever it is. What is it for you?
0: Hey, Stephanie, it's Kevin and Taylor. So, what is one item that your child just can't leave behind? It would be chaos if they did.
2: So, my oldest son has had the same blanket that was made by his great grandmother. It was actually used by his father when he was a a child as well. No kidding. yeah, the same blanket um, since he was a baby. And he has slept with that every night, um, if possible, and is always looking for it. And I'm convinced that he's 13 now. I'm convinced that he will go to college with that, <laughs> along with his beagle, Grady, who he also <laughs> wants to take with him. So um, so it's been very – your story made me chuckle because I've got the same son, it seems like, that wants to carry his Aww. blanket.
1: You know what's interesting about um – Interesting about Kyle is he's one of these kids, he's like, I'm not into stuff. I want to simplify, I don't want a lot of stuff. But he does have, like, very sentimental attachments to certain things. Like, he does not have a lot of stuff. But the stuff he has has very deep meaning to him. It's really cool.
2: Agreed. Yeah, and I think the same thing for my son Joshua. And I think it's really sweet, especially because his great-grandmother made that blanket. So, and so
1: special. Wow. Really to with
2: forever. It's so, like Kyle, yeah.
1: Kyle and I ran a 5K together. When he was in college and he, I was giving the shirt away. You know, how they give you a t-shirt for running a 5k. I had it in the Goodwill pile. Like these are going to Goodwill. He's like, dad, you can't get rid of that shirt. We did that together. I still have mine.
0: Oh,
2: that's so sweet. <laughs> Isn't that cool? That's yeah. awesome. It's awesome. It's awesome that they have such um, great attachments to things that are very meaningful.
1: Janet, we're talking about stuff that your kids can't leave the house without. For my son, Kyle, when he was little, it was his blankie. What about you?
2: Same thing. And my daughter is 27.
1: And does she still have her blankie?
2: Oh, yes, she does. And she actually, um, when she was 20 years old, had a car accident. And her aunt, who had made her original blankie, made her a second blankie because the other one was starting to fall apart. And now, original blankie has been retired to the Hope Chest. And she has her second blankie and she still has it everywhere. No she kidding. She takes it with her woe, She goes. No so kidding. no, he's not weird. So no, he's not weird. <laughs>
0: Wouldn't that be cool if, if two kids like that ended up getting married, they both had their blankies? <laughs> Aw, <laughs> That would
1: be very cute. I'm betting that that couple, they have their honeymoon at Disney. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> betting they would. Probably. You know, it's, I feel a responsibility, almost a burden to keep dads fully stocked with dad jokes. I've got a whole bunch of Easter Bunny dad jokes. So here we go, Taylor. Um, what do you, what do you call a a rabbit with fleas?
0: I don't know, Kev. What do you call a rabbit with fleas?
1: Bugs Bunny. <laughs> That's cute. That's a good one for six year olds. I, I love that. What, what do you get if you give an Easter Bunny? If you give an Easter Bunny a pair of socks?
0: Uh, I don't know.
1: A sock hop. <laughs>
0: There's a lot of kids that would be like, what?
1: (laughs) I had to explain to my my 18-year-old daughter what a sock hop was, yes. What is the Easter Bunny's favorite kind of music? Mm,
0: Hip-hop? Yes! Very good! (laughs) Are you going to any weddings this year? Coming up, turns out, tying the knot is good for you. Are you going to any weddings this year? Two of my nieces are getting married, and uh, so this is timely. Turns out, tying the knot is good for you. Hmm. Yep. When it comes to health, married people have an edge, especially married men. They say marriage provides you with a sense of belonging, more opportunities for social engagement, and reduced feelings of loneliness. The social interaction does everything from reducing inflammation to lowering your risk of heart disease and more. So... Hmm. That's exciting that my nieces are getting married and I can say, that is cool. I should text him this article.
1: I totally agree that it has more positive, uh, more positive effect for men than than women. (laughs) I just look at me and most of the guys I know and their wives and I'm just like, guys, we definitely got the better end of the deal here. There's no doubt about it. So I think I've let you guys know for years that my wife is the absolute queen of getting phrases wrong. Well, she's now moved that skill, that very endearing skill of getting phrases wrong to getting bitmojis wrong. You guys know what bitmojis are? It's like an emoji, but it's with your face on it. She's now transferred that to miscommunicating through bitmoji. And I'll tell you what had me and all of our kids cracking up from a bitmoji she sent last night. We're like, Mom, what what is that? (laughs) We'll talk about it next. So I don't know if you have someone in your life like, uh, like my wife, but she is the funniest person I've ever met. And it's not that she tells jokes like set up and punchline. It's just her personality, I think, is hilarious. Like last Sunday at the table, she said something then, and it like kind of, I said something and kind of startled and shocked her. And she, instead of just going no, she went no, and she like shook her hands like emphatically. <laughs> and my daughter and I just cracked up at her We're like, only you would do that. No one else would do that. Only you would like get the whole body involved with the saying no. So, uh, so she is also queen of getting words wrong. And now she's queen of, Getting bitmojis, Now, If you don't know what a bitmoji is, you know what an emoji is, right? Like a smiley face you attach to a text or something. Mm -hmm. A bitmoji is where you can create characters with your face on them. A cartoon version of you on the character. So she's, like, falling in love with that. She sends out bitmojis all the time. Well, yesterday, because she's super excited about Easter, she sent out a bitmoji where it's her, her face, on a giant purple bunny rabbit costume. Okay. The bunny rabbit looks like in her mind it's laying Easter eggs. First, bunnies don't lay eggs. <laughs> 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 Which she didn't realize. Uh-oh. She was like, Oh, that's right. I just in my excitement I
0: <laughs> Was the bunny laying chocolate eggs?
1: Um, well, here's the problem <laughs> is the picture it's yeah, it, it doesn't look like the bunny's laying eggs. It looks like it's they're coming out of the rabbit. Looks like the rabbit's going number two and eggs are coming out. And she's in the bitmoji smiling from ear to ear. And I said, honey, uh, this is, it's a little odd. And of course, then the phone started blowing up because she sent it out to the group. That's hysterical. The group chat of me and... All the kids. So all the kids were like, Mom.
0: Well, you said the whole house looks like bunnies and chicks exploded everywhere. So you can see where living in that environment day after day after day. She would think, yes, bunnies lay eggs. eggs. (laughs) Of course they do. It's Easter. They're not mammals. Come on. Science. (laughs) They lay Cadbury cream eggs.
1: Could you get get Bill Nye on the phone? I need him to back me up here.
0: It's cute to hear all the prep your wife is doing for Easter, and it brings up a really fond couple of Easter memories for me, and that is when I was at Wheaton College, um, I could only go home like for Christmas and summer. That was all the budget would allow. You know, it's mm. expensive to get a flight mm-hmm. to Jupiter, Florida, and so I would hitch a ride with another student. There'd be like a little sign saying, "Like anyone need a ride here? You know, you can help pay for gas money, and I'll give you a ride." So I would get a ride to go visit my sister and her new husband. They had just gotten married in Muskegon, Michigan. It was about a four-hour drive, mm-hmm. and. I don't know what it was. I mean, she was already a kindergarten teacher, had not become a mom yet. She hadn't adopted her two kids yet. So she would use all the that mothering instinct on me, and she would bake me cookies that were shaped like bunnies and chicks. There would be an Easter basket by my bed the morning I woke up on Easter Sunday morning. Hmm. She would cook this great meal. I mean, it was like just heaven compared to being stuck at school by myself, by yourself, like
1: Bob, yeah. you know, um, Ebenezer screws, Ebenezer not Bob. <laughs> yeah.
0: Ebenezer. I'd be like, all by my lonesome if it weren't for her and her husband welcoming oh, me in. And so Easter always makes me a little emotional
1: yeah, for many, many
0: other reasons, think, but, spiritual reasons, yeah, but, but on for a that personal level,
1: too. thinking of how they, they looked after you when you were all alone. No, yeah. That's, that's really that's cool. So
0: sweet. What's one subject that's a bit more challenging for you? Mm -mm. If you answered math, you're not alone. Kids in the USA are struggling to keep up and researchers at Ohio State University wanted to figure out what would keep kids, uh, give them a head start. And guess what they learned? What? Playing with blocks. Huh. Yeah, it gets the kids' mind thinking about spatial skills, and it's proven that children with good spatial skills when they hit kindergarten seem to pick up math more quickly. So, no kidding. Uh, make sure your kids uh, are getting a little more p- in their life than just the screen time. Well, they say, and um, get out some good old fashioned
1: blocks. They say music too helps with math. Mm-hmm. I have been a lifelong music fanatic played instruments my entire life and I'll be darned if math if that helped me with math at all <laughs> I'm just I'm just not good at it I just mm.
0: my dad had to help me with my math algebra every night the word problems got me yeah every night in high school
1: yeah have you ever well if you ever see like here's where we knew I had problems a triangle and it'll the one side is X one side is y and it'll say find out X I would just circle it and go, there it is. <laughs> that made sense to me. <laughs> Apparently that wasn't the answer no. they were looking for. No. So is it a difficult job to get your kids to just text you back? Right? It could be something important like, hey, did you make sure you got emissions done for your car? Because your tag's expiring. This needs to be done. And crickets, right? Uh They don't respond. My wife got 100% response to a text she sent to our kids last night. And (laughs) the ridiculousness of it, she's like, huh, maybe I just have to talk about that to get them to respond. I'll tell you what she texted next. So um, this is pretty funny. My wife will complain over and over and over again that the kids don't respond to her text Mm -hmm. right away. Every every parent goes through this, right? You'll send out an important text, nothing. But she sends out a text yesterday, and I'm not kidding. Within 30 seconds, she had responses from all of our kids. The Easter Bunny said, "The Easter Bunny is doing a survey. What is the best candy bar?" Boom! They all respond. Ah, cute. Our son was the first. Who, who? Any other times, like I'm busy, but this. What's his favorite candy bar? <laughs> Reese's. There are no others. I will take no questions on this matter or elaborate any further. Wow. <laughs> Other other daughter agreed Reese's and then uh, the other one threw in agree with Reese's but those uh, Cadbury cream eggs are pretty good too. Mm, my sister likes those. But the point is don't lose don't lose the uh, the deal here. They all responded like that. Yep. Why when it's something important is it crickets and no one has the time because I'm busy Mom, I'm busy. But when it comes to The Easter Bunny wants to know what your favorite candy is. See, they
0: weren't responding to mom. They were responding to the bunny. And guys,
1: these are adults. (laughs) These are not (laughs) children. The youngest in that group is 20.
0: (laughs) Is it your hope and prayer that your your children will live a life of faith? Well, coming up, some new research about faith and family. Is it your hope and prayer that your children will live a life of faith? Of course, right? Uh, Well, they just released new research on faith and family, and it's going to be so encouraging to parents who listen to The Kevin and Taylor Show. They started watching 15-year-olds for a total of 10 years until they turned 25 years old. And when both mom and dad are dedicated to their faith, their children are more likely to have a strong faith when they get into their teen years, and they're less likely to turn away from their faith when they grow up and stay closer to God. They think one of the reasons is when both mom and dad are people of faith, your friends, your family and other influences tend to be people of faith as well.
1: Sometimes it can be hard trying to let people know why you love Jesus so much, right? And that's why I'm so grateful that the He Gets Us campaign, you've probably seen the TV ads and the billboards and stuff, Uh, it helps break the ice and start that conversation for you.
0: Yeah, in case you didn't know, it's a multi-year effort to raise the respect and relevance of Jesus here in the United States. And millions of Americans are discovering the life-changing impact of Jesus, and we would love for you to be part of the movement.
1: Yeah, it's uh, they've created a fan community, and you can join. There's almost 50,000 people in this already that he gets us fans. Now, if you text the word fans to 70193, you'll get updates, including a reading plan, prayer guides, and other tools to help you on your spiritual journey.
0: Yeah, I joined already. It's really cool. You'll get access to all kinds of cool stuff. And uh, just to fuel your passion for spreading the love of Jesus. So all you have to do is text fans to 70193.
1: That's fans to 70193. One of the things you learn after being married for a while is when to to put your big fat nose in and when to back off and just let things unfold, Mm -hmm. even though you know inevitably how things are going to roll out. You could cut to the chase, but instead, if you want to avoid the conflict, you just let it go. And that happens with me and my wife all the time. She is really not good at ordering things on her phone. She mm. always runs into problems. And that was happening with, you know, Easter's coming up. And she was trying to order like a ham and a turkey and stuff, and she just was she just was not able to do it. It has nothing to do with the website, it had to do with her. <laughs> and I knew that. Uh-oh. I heard her frustrated, and instead of saying like, "Why don't you let me do it?" Because I knew I could do it. Boom. Because I'm like, unfortunately, I'm a ninja with ordering stuff online.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You've had a lot of practice.
1: Yes. So eventually she confided in me, man, I'm just having the hardest time. getting this done? I was like, want me to give it a try? <laughs> would you? <laughs> Aha. Right. I said, wait 24 hours. 24 hours later, I knew it would be like. I could just slide that in there. Yeah. Now, here's the question. I, I know you're a fully capable human being, but if you want me to give it a try, I'd be, well, I, I might be able to navigate it. Those things are very confusing and hard, but I might be able to do it.
0: Here's the question. Next time, will you be like, babe, I'm ordering the Easter meal. I got. I want to take something off your plate. You're busy. And she likes do doing that. it. Oh. She likes
1: the gathering of the goods. She okay. likes preparing it. She loves all of that, right? The, okay. that, that would be robbing her of the joy. Of, I uh, see. Yeah. The, the hunter-gatherer aspect of I don't it take any joy from <laughs> clicking around on a computer. <laughs> well, I think she'd rather do it in person, yeah. But anyhow, so that's if, if you are a newlywed, that is just, avoid the conflict. Like, learn from me and just know, you don't jump in and go, hey, let me have that, I, I got this. Don't do that. Let them try to figure it out for a while and then offer just almost as it just came to your mind, matter-of-factly, If you want me to give it a try, I will. And then you sit there knowing. (laughs) Knowing they're going to go, okay, why don't you give it a try? You won't be able to do it because I've been doing it for 24 hours now. 90 seconds later. (laughs) What time you want to pick it up, honey?
0: (laughs) Okay, I got a question for you coming up. When you go on vacation, Mm -hmm. are you good at unplugging and truly relaxing? When you go on vacation, are you good at unplugging and truly relaxing? Most people look forward to some time <laughs> off where they can just sleep in, read, re- relax by the pool or on the beach. Yeah, but they then feel guilty afterwards for putting their feet up. What people have even admitted to signing up for excursions or activities so they can prove on social media that, that they just didn't sit by the pool the whole time. <laughs> Isn't that funny? <laughs> I me. I don't have a problem with that because I like to explore on vacation. That is relaxing to me. Hiking is relaxing. Mm. Exploring is super relaxing. Yeah. Um, I don't. I've even growing up in Jupiter, Florida. I didn't sit on the beach. I'd walk on the beach. It's
1: funny because I'm pretty much a go 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 person. Mm -hmm. Like when I'm not on vacation, I am go 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 go. I will try to. Like today, I'm trying to fit in work. Have stuff to do after work here at the radio station. I have a guitar lesson, a bike ride, and we're going out tonight. I'm trying to fit all that into one day. That's my normal life, right? I like. I like that. When I go on vacation, I can totally turn it off. I can turn, I can sit on the beach all day and only get up to use, like, go to the bathroom. Wow. And that's it. I can lie there all day and do nothing and be totally happy. So,
0: how about you? When you go on vacation, are you like Kev, you can just put your feet up, sit by the pool, do nothing and not feel guilty? Or do you sign up for stuff so you can say on social media, like, I didn't just sit by the pool the whole time? But
1: but, but to me, that's a vacation. You're supposed to, like, take a break from your normal life. And my normal life is go, 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 go. So how good are you at unplugging on vacation? Can you do it? Or do you like to pack your days full of stuff to do? Adventure seekers, where do where do you come down on this?
0: Hey Emily, it's Kevin and Taylor. So you discovered the secret to truly relaxing and unplugging on vacation. What is the secret? Um, I went on a cruise, and you can't have internet unless you purchase it.
2: So. Uh-huh, yeah, There you go. Brilliant. We
1: discovered that with our kids when we went on vacation with them. And we were like, uh, my kids were like, Dad, you're getting the internet packs. You're getting Wi-Fi, right? And I said, nope. You're going to have to talk to Mom and Dad. <laughs> 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 yeah.
2: Take yeah, that, kids. Um, it, was, it was wonderful. We um, totally enjoyed it. But I do, I do have trouble, um, you know, when I'm not on a cruise. Staying away from uh, the internet and and that kind of stuff. But I did actually get rid of social media because it it is so frustrating that, um, you know, you want to post everything and you want to keep up with everybody. So um, I totally got rid of that. But, uh, you know, I I think just disconnecting is phenomenal.
1: Mm, Absolutely. That really makes it feel like you're on vacation, right? Yep, Totally. Priscilla, it's Kevin and Taylor. Did you call in to talk about vacations? Yes, and I did. Being able to relax on vacation. yeah. What do you do when you're on vacation? Are you like, go, 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 or chill, chill, chill?
2: It depends on what I'm doing. So, Kevin, I'm like you. When I go to the beach, I can be there from sunrise to sunset and don't do anything else. Totally veg out, read my books, take a nap, and I'm happy. I yes. And then my other flip side is I'm like Taylor, like I like to travel a lot and when I do travel, I want to be able to like, if it's a new city do everything I can
1: yes. in that city and jam, jam, full of everything. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So she likes to get out and about. She, she's a mixed bag. Yeah.
0: Priscilla, I can so relate to the explore part of you, though. The part that you said is like me. Like, for example, one time my husband and I were in this little teeny town in Italy mm-hmm. and we had been exploring and going and going and going, took a ferry across to this other town and he goes, I want to go back to the hotel and just chill for a few minutes. I said, OK, hmm. I'll meet you later. I'm going to go explore this castle. And mm. I had the time of my life. I just I I know that I can sleep when I get home. I want to do the stuff yeah. while I'm there, you know, cuz you never know are you ever going to get to Italy again?
1: Here's something I had to learn about planning our vacations. Because when we would go somewhere like that, like we've been fortunate enough we've been to Paris before, right? And I'm like, when are we ever going to get back here? I want to see it all. Mm-hmm. And I would schedule stuff. I'd be like, I mean, I even had a phrase when we were walking down the street. We're walk, we're not strolling down the Champs-Élysées on we're walking purposefully. We need to walk purposefully because we have a two o'clock appointment at such and such museum because you have to schedule appointments for museums. Mm-hmm. museum. We have a two o'clock. We got to get there. And what I had to learn is that drove my wife nuts. Oh. Her idea of going to Paris was not seeing every work of art the city had to offer. Her idea of going to Paris was let's sit at a cafe Mm-hmm. sip some coffee and watch the world go by. Yeah.
0: We try to have a mix of both. It took
1: me years to learn that. She mm-hmm. prefers that. Uh-huh. She doesn't like a mix. She prefers so now when I plan our vacations, I do that with with that in mind of like okay, Tracy wants to have like solid long blocks of time where it's just me and her watching it. literally that is her vacation and and it makes sense because She's been a stay-at-home mom. She's raised four kids. Yeah, her life is nothing but go, go, go. When's the next meal? When's the next thing? So for her, vacation is I don't have to be anywhere or do anything for anyone. <laughs> I can just and sit that's why you guys have me.
0: switched to cruises and resorts. She likes step. cruises. Yeah. She likes
1: resorts. Yeah, the all-inclusive mm-hmm. thing yeah, where she smart. doesn't have to do anything. Yeah, that is vacation to her.